Hello, good morning, and welcome to this week's serving of Mickey Waffles, a Disney podcast where we cover everything from parks, movies, and merchandise. My name is Sinead. My name's Kate. Hi, guys. How's it going? I'm good, Kate. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Do you know what I realized? Our intro is parks, movies, and merchandise. Yeah. And I felt like lately we haven't really talked about any of those things. I mean, we've been planning park trips. Um, I feel like we're always talking about merchandise. Movies, probably not so much. Yeah, I but I feel like there also hasn't been a lot of movies to talk about. Yeah, I suppose that's true. We can only work with what we're given, can't we? Yeah. We're not miracle workers. Not yet, anyways. Uh, yeah, so we're back. Yeah, okay. Here we are. We took a... a we took a... a, a little break after our imagination vacation just a little serious. covid break nothing yeah. too serious everything's fine jeez i said that like one of us had covid we don't neither that's not what COVID. i meant that's not what <laughs> i meant at all <laughs> recently neither of us have had covid um but no we just took a little week off it was hilarious i was recording with the dads yesterday and nick was like god Sinead, i'm so sorry i'm not caught up on mickey waffles but what did you and kate think last week and i was like well nick let me tell you you are caught up on mickey waffles <laughs> He was like, oh, Sam is general. So that probably Yeah, went off. so uh, after a week off, we now actually have enough things to talk about for probably Ooh. a whole podcast. <laughs> because now there's two weeks worth of things to talk about. I know, I know. But before we get on to that, how, how, how has your two weeks been? Yeah, fine. Nothing overly exciting. The weather got a bit nice there for a couple of days. And it did. I then it was shite again today. Like, yeah. I I wore a denim jacket on Sunday. Oh. A denim jacket, right? I wore a dress with tights and a denim jacket. That's how, That's how nice it was. warm it was. Um, And then today, I think if we had gone outside, I would have had to recluse back to my... The winter coat. Yeah. The winter coat would have been required. Very complicated. And Ellen told me it's going to snow again. Apparently. Ah, lads. I can't be doing Like, I am aware that it is like the particular time of year where in Ireland you literally have to be dressed for all four seasons at any given time. Like, th- this is a particular point in the year and it, it happens again in autumn where you literally, any, any of the seasons can change at the drop of a hat in any given day. But I, I just can't be dealing with it. Like, I I would like to stick to denim jacket weather for a little while, please. It's like I'm I'm slowly remembering the other clothes that I have. Because when I'm at home, I tend to just wear jumpers and leggings. But now, like, when I you go out jumper. for walks... What? Kate in a jumper? Who? No. What? <laughs> what a novel idea. I got a a side note. I got a jumper oh, okay. uh, a while ago uh, <laughs> that was from the Don and Phil shop. Remember when I did that order and I was like, oh, will I, yeah. won't I? Because I wasn't sure if I was going to get hit with the import fees. Okay. And the, the jumper came to £11 and it was oh. originally like £55 or something. And it's this little corgi on it. I was like, this is cute. I was like, £11. I can totally justify that. Mm-hmm. Um, And it arrived and that was fine. And then I wore it through the day and Ed was like, is that a new jumper? I was like, no, I've no. had this for ages. Well, no. <laughs> no, what? I mean, 
I was like, oh, yes, yeah, it was, like, it was like 11 pounds. He was like, I was like, okay, I don't care. Fair. I was like, correct. Because you buy toys. Yeah, he buys <laughs> toys, he buys posters. You're like, at least you can wear your things. Precisely. At least I can show my things around without having, not like, just... when I leave the house. Exactly. They're not just decorative in the house. They can be decorative outside the house, too. That's my entire plan. I wear my decorations on me. Not just on the walls. <laughs> very much. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> Beautiful. So I was saying something. Oh, yeah. I'm slowly remembering all of the other clothes I own. Because, mm. like, my winter clothes are jumpers and jeans. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, I could probably wear something that isn't jeans. Because it's slightly warmer sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, look at all these other clothes I own. <laughs> yeah. I've I've been doing that because I mean in the past year with the exception of my spirit jerseys because well I mean with the I gave one away to Amy but the rest I'm hanging on to for dear life I've basically had to change my entire wardrobe in the last like year and a half and now yeah, I'm you, you don't even have a like, reason to get rid of the spirit jerseys you can wear a spirit jersey that's like ten times too big for you it's oh no I still have my double XL <laughs> Sanderson sisters one and it's like the perfect thing to watch a movie in because it's it's basically like a non-fluffy udi on me like that's what it looks like on me now so it's one of my favorite things but um so i've bought all these clothes and then lockdown is hit and i've still continued to buy all these clothes but i was purely only wearing the same pair of black leggings that i have five pairs of and (laughs) a variation of different spirit jerseys and then i was like I followed a girl on Instagram and she was just like wearing like regular clothes that you'd wear in the outside times. Um, just like as she was working from home and I was like, what a novel idea. So I've <laughs> been actually getting dressed the past two weeks. And do you know what? Has done wonders for my mental health. Not just throwing on the same pair of leggings and a spirit jersey. I wore a dress last week. It was a time. Yeah, dresses are novel, right? Oh, also <laughs> far more comfy. Like, why have I not been wearing them anyways? <laughs> so there you go. There, there's our tip for the week. Get dressed. <laughs> Do you know what, ladies and gentlemen? Don't know where you'd get any other form of entertainment rather than this podcast. This, this <laughs> Top tip. It. Get dressed. <laughs> I have to say, I think, I think the best, I think the best piece of news that the entire country of Ireland has had has happened in the last 24 hours where we had a very sad moment for a few months ago where one of our national doggos, um, Shioda, passed away. It was a very sad day. There was practically a day of mourning um, because our one of our president's doggos died. But he has a new puppy. He has a new pupper and it's the cutest goddamn thing. Mishnok? Yeah. So his name's Mishnok, which means I was like, do I, did I say that right? Yeah. Ah, fuck yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah Muggledy. Yeah, Mishnok all the way. <laughs> yeah, so Oris the Nuktaran, which is the president. Uh, what's. Is it just the president? That's Oris Nuktaran. That's where he lives. Yes. Oris Nuktaran's like the president's house. Yeah. So they issued a statement about Mishnok because. I don't think I can, like, the excitement that the Americans had with Joe Biden's doggos, like, lads, we're, like, eight years past you. Like... Yeah, 100%. We are so here for the national doggos. Like, big fan. And you can go and you can do tours around Oris and Oak and the doggos just come along. 
my parents have done it and they were just like petting the doggos having a great time so that yeah and if you're walking in phoenix park you can like see them over the little yeah you can see them you just and you just wave and they just stand there yeah and they're like look at all my people <laughs> we, we we are big fans of the national doggos so naturally in the like prime national news one of the pieces was about little mishnock and um he's named after the courage of the irish people during these trying times is this tiny little five-month-old burmese mountain dog <laughs> so cute he's a floofy he <laughs> adorable so there's real cute pictures of miggle d just pottering around oris neutron with his other dog brode and then little baby mishnock I say little baby Mishnok, he's massive. Oh, he's huge. <laughs> like, he's a big doggo. But still a baby. But little baba doggo. We went to the park the other day and there was a puppy that we couldn't decipher what breed it was. It was some kind of mix, but his ears didn't match his body and his body didn't match his fur type. We were very confused. Oh. But uh, Molly was having a right all time running around and the puppy was like, oh my God, another dog. And so the puppy ran up and Molly was like, oh, look, another thing that looks like me. And <laughs> for context, Kate's dog Molly is the most energetic dog you will ever encounter in your entire life. And so, you know, they were, you know, sniffing each other's butts, just having a good time. And the puppy wanted to play so bad. But Molly was just so excited to be running in the park. She was like, no time. <laughs> no time i'm gonna run you can run with and the puppy did the puppy started to follow her and i was like that puppy is not big enough to be doing what she's doing <laughs> and ari's just standing there like you idiots ari's like i'll eat you <laughs> <laughs> um his owner like called her back and it was grand and then he like thanked us and i was like i did nothing but you're welcome <laughs> oh i love them i was it- like yeah sure no props <laughs> If any of you guys haven't checked out Kate's Instagram for the doggos, it's always linked in the show notes. Just go have a look. Is it? Yeah, it's always linked in the show notes. <laughs> always wow. is. So That'd go check so out the doggo insta. Because um, there's, there's just, it was, it was nice because there's, there's sometimes so many off the leash dogs in the park, but they're dogs that shouldn't be off the leash because mm. they get doggo aggressive very mm-hmm. quickly. And we're like, why? Because like, if someone attacks Molly, she's going to attack them back. Hmm. And then they're like, rarity, rarity, rarity. And I'm like, you're a dog. I was like, Molly wouldn't do anything. She doesn't care. She's no time. She's no time for anything that isn't running. <laughs> <laughs> or her Paris. Oh, oh, Paris. Bless. <laughs> she's like, my Paris. Oh, I, I, yesterday, uh, I had the girls outside because I was hoovering. And... Uh, we think Ari secretly likes Parrot. She just doesn't want to show it. So we, ha- I put the beds outside, and I threw all the dog toys. I threw all Molly's toys outside as well, because obviously they are covered in hair too. Mm-hmm. And Parrot was on the bed, and Ari laid down, and she like pawed at it, and then like opened her mouth, and then like went to go bite it, but almost remembered what she was doing, and instead just like shoved her face in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she tries so hard to be too cool. And I'm like, it's, I was like, it's okay, you can play with her. And then she was like, and then she was asleep. <laughs> oh, she's such a moody wagon. Oh, she's so special. So anyway, yeah, that's what my life revolves around is trying to figure out how dumb the dogs are going to be today. 
I enjoy it. I'm here for it. Yeah, well, yeah. And um, who's snoring? That's always the other one. Oh, fair. When they're both asleep, which one's snoring? <laughs> uh, it's usually Ari. My current favorite. So, um, Binks has decided she's no longer an outdoor cat and she has very firmly made herself an indoor cat. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. It's bent to happen. Change of profession. It's fine. Um, but she has... This has now let because she's not going outside and just like pottering around. She ends up with all of this excess energy, so she's getting the zoomies so much more than she ever normally does. She had a real bad case of them this morning where she was literally just launching herself around the upstairs of the house. Like you know that bit. No, I've never watched The Office, but you know that bit from The Office where they're just like parkour. Parkour. Like, that was literally Binks this morning. I was just like, oh, okay, you need to calm down. But uh, yeah. Other than that, she's 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 fairly happy. The girls like to wrestle sometimes, but they sometimes like earlier on they tried to like start wrestling in the hallway, and mm. the hallway is like this big. <laughs> yeah, I'm like go outside, and then you put them outside, and then they just stare at you, and I'm like, no, you were wrestling, so I put you <laughs> outside. <laughs> And then they just like immediately stop. And I'm like, no, keep doing what you're doing. Just do it out here. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, pets. Silly, silly doggos. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. The, uh, for context, Ireland's still in lockdown until at least April 5th. April. Noth- nothing's going to lift on April 5th, but still. Um, so all we really have to look forward to is, are, are the animals in our lives, basically. And we might as well talk about it here because we're not going to talk about it in the news. One division. One division. Yes. One division. But we only have one more episode of One Division to look forward to, Kate. Yeah, but then it's. Um, Falcon and Winter uh, Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Is I, there much of a gap? I can't remember. There's one week. Now, here we are, mm. Sinead. Here we are to the biggest conspiracy theory the Marvel's ever held. Oh. One division. Is set to finish this Friday. Yeah. Friday just gone for people who are listening to this. But then there's a week of nothing. Yeah. And then it's Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay. So the biggest conspiracy now is, is there a secret episode of WandaVision <gasps> that they haven't said? The answer is no, because Marvel would never do that. But it's very suspicious that there's mm. just one week with no Marvel TV show when... There, mm. there was no need for that. They could have easily had them linked together. Why just one week? Why not like a month? It's very true. Suspicious is what it is. Uh, but yeah, no, it's probably not. The, the, the final episode is probably going to be about 50 minutes long um, from how people have done the math yeah. on that one. We're, I know you've said that you and Ed are planning on watching it first thing Friday morning. I think I'm going to have to do the same. We'll have to because... I don't trust people. Yeah, and the thing is, like, even so, like, even if I stay off Instagram, TikTok is the worst for it, because with TikTok you just flick, and that's it. It's too late. Someone's already started talking, and I'm like, no, yeah, <laughs> no, I don't want to hear about anything. So I think we might just have to watch it at like eight or half eight, whatever time it comes out in the morning, because it's just not worth it. Like, this is the only thing we have. Like, I'm not letting it be spoiled by someone else. <laughs> This is all we have. You said like I mean? I'm like <laughs> This is one of like the only exciting things that's currently going yeah, on. True. That 
true. will continue for a long time, as in like the next phase of the MCU. So I'm like, nah, fuck that, man. I'm not having some kid on TikTok tell me about it. I want to watch it for myself. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. I've, as I've said before, I've had to start doing the same with Drag Race, both UK and US. Although I have to say, my sheer devastation. Because my like Saturday routine now is I like get up, I go down and make breakfast, and then I come up, I watch breakfast, and I watch Drag Race US. There was no episode this week. There was no warning that there was no episode this week. But they like oh, put why out was a, like, no episode. They put out a like COVID documentary. Um, apparently didn't tell anyone they were doing this. So I was like, woohoo, snatch game, best episode of the season. There was no episode. I was devastated. <laughs> Apparently this season of Drag Queen Drag Queen Drag Race has gone on for like two months and apparently it should be like over. Okay, only four queens have gone home. Yeah, I It's been on since January. Uh, four queens have gone home. Like Is it because of COVID that they're like, we can do like a double season? I think I think the way they're doing it with Drag Race US anyways, Drag Race UK has very much kind of followed the usual thing. But interestingly, with Drag Race UK, they started filming that before COVID was a thing. Oh, and then, so it's really yeah. not old. Like, I know it's new, but like, it's really old. But <laughs> they, they're like, so the first, I think, four episodes went ahead as normal. And then as they were about to start the fifth, they were just like, yo, due to coronavirus, y'all got to go home. See you in seven months. And that's, they literally took a seven month break in the middle of filming. Uh... And then by the time they came back, I won't, I don't know who's caught up, so I'm not going to like put any spoilers, but like then the Queens just had to go from like being like in the zone in the drag race to then taking a seven month break where none of them could work because bars weren't open. So they literally went from, oh my God, I'm doing the most exciting thing of my career to, oh my God, I'm sat at home with no form of income for seven months. And then I just got back to drag race interesting yeah um so with drag race us the first episode they had all of the queens lip syncing with each other and then so the first episode was splitting them into two groups so that was episode one no one went home and then episode two this group performed no one went home this group performed no one went home and then they brought everyone together and then there's been one more week where no one went home and it's like I've been watching this this season of Drag Race for 74 years and only four queens have gone home. And then they just skipped a week. So, yeah. Why do you think they're dragging it out for so long? Does anyone I know? Think, I think it's because, because like bars and stuff aren't reopened. So, normally the way it works is that a queen goes on Drag Race and then the period that the season is on and kind of until the next season of Drag Race that's the when they are going to make the most amount of their money that is when they do all of their tours that is when they sell all their merchandise because it's like fresh in people's heads and that's when they go on all the tours to different countries and all that kind of stuff they get booked for all these gigs but obviously that can't be a thing right now so what i think they are doing is they are giving the because like sometimes queens get into massive amounts of death to be able to get all these dresses and stuff to go on drag race i run it for 40 minutes and that's it mm. and they never right, get seen okay. again so i think it's a way of showcasing them for longer so that they are in people's heads longer so they're getting i don't know kind of 
more ingrained into the drag race universe when they can't then just go out and perform and just make money off it. So I think that's what they're doing, but I could be wrong. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fair opinion, like yeah. I suppose. I don't know, but if you are if if you if you are into the drag race and want to listen to people far better equipped to talk about it than myself and Kate who doesn't even watch it, <laughs> go listen to our. I pals. appreciate it. <laughs> you do, you do. Uh, you can go listen to our pals Ben and Mikey. They have their side podcast, Once Upon a Queen, which now has its own feed on itunes and spotify and stuff which is great so i'll leave a link to those in the show notes as well go listen to them i would like to mention i think i've watched up to season six yeah of drag race you've come to drag shows before do you remember that time we dragged you to share needles that was fun oh yeah that was wild (laughs) (laughs) that was truly wild oh speaking of drag queens oh yeah sure plug it here nothing to do with disney um Bonnie Ann Clyde, who's yes. a drag queen that we know, yeah. is on um, Virgin either tomorrow or maybe this weekend. Uh, Virgin TV have done uh, a new show called Eating with the Enemy. And so okay. Bonnie Ann Clyde sits down to dinner with like a priest Ooh. and they talk about stuff. And then they have other ones where they're like, it's like... Um, like uh, an LGBTQ plus member and like someone who's like against gay marriage and yeah. all these sort of things. So Bonnie Ann Clyde's on that. She was on the Fantastic. six o'clock show today talking about it. Okay, so cool. yeah, just FYI, just shout that out there. Bonnie Ann Clyde, lovely Irish queen. We'll again, we'll leave a link to her Instagram page in the show notes. She's also a big I just, I was fan. like, I, I saw the ad for it on Virgin at the start of the year where they were like, upcoming thing is coming to Virgin this year. And I was like, I think that's, is that? <laughs> and then I had to go look it up. And I was like, it is. <laughs> it is her. <laughs> I was like, whoa, look, she's on the TV. I was there like, I know her. <laughs> there you go. So we will leave a link to Bonnie's Instagram in the show notes as well. She's a big Disney fan. Her hair is always great. Anyway. Uh, we've probably so yeah, rambled we've, on for long enough. Yeah, 22 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? It's been two weeks. Without, without further ado, let's get on with some news. Woo-hoo. Breaking news. No breaking news. There's no breaking news at all. Uh, <laughs> I wish there was breaking news. Uh, first of all, we're going to just really quick fire some of the things that are happening in DLP at the moment uh, DLP received the standing of 94 out of 100 for the second year in a row um, on the annual gender equality index under French law so yay DLP, DL, DLP is doing what it's supposed to be doing for gender equality isn't that fantastic um, then also there has been a tiny little video released of the new accessible door things for Big Thunder Mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, they were they were there last year, but like, who was there last year? Uh, they're actually pretty good. Someone made a joke, and they're like, "Awesome, handy table for drinks and snacks." I'm like, "Oh, you're so funny." <laughs> uh, so it's actually really good. The way the Big Thunder Mountain carriages are, 
you have to step up and go sideways to be able to sit down in them. Mm-hmm. But with this one, the door just sort of slides down. So if you are in a wheelchair, you don't have to step over. You just sort of slide in and then you pull the door back up again to close it. Which is um pretty great, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Considering how difficult they are for wheelchair users to access because I've seen people with in the green pass queue try and get on Big Thunder and it is way more complicated than it needs to be <laughs> yeah it's just because the it's because the opening is quite narrow even on the accessible ones so the fact that this kind of gives you much more space to get in it should mean that it should be potentially more accessible for people which is yep. always a good thing just slide on in and then the final thing is uh if anyone's interested dlp report has a lot of videos lately of just people doing stuff in the park while it's closed which is great but also they have finished putting up all of the scaffolding around sleeping beauty's castle so the next thing to probably go up will be the scrim Mm -hmm. and then she's we won't see her again we won't see her again until she's emerged as a beautiful butterfly I'm <laughs> buzzing to see the paint job that they're going to give her. Like I think I had a dream the other night about seeing the castle and it was all new and clean. Did you? Didn't it you have a dream really where it was pink. blue? Yes, I have. <laughs> I have a lot of dreams about Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's all we really can do at the minute. Yeah, my idea was that they'd make it blue mm-hmm. for like to be like, oh, Sleeping Beauty, pink or blue, pink or blue, make it pink, make it. I just think that would be so funny if they made it blue. Yeah, I just, uh, I think it'd be great. People would I'd lose love it. Their goddamn mind. <laughs> um, um. So yeah, they're just the small sort of updates for DLP. But yeah, I I cannot wait, cannot wait to see the paint job. I think it's going to be stunning, especially given the paint job that, like. All of the other castles have had, like, yeah. Hong Kong, Tokyo, California, Florida. They've all had amazing refurbs done to their castles. I'm like, come on, DLP. You had the most beautiful, like, base to work with. Don't yeah. fuck it up. And, like, this is one of the this is one of the biggest refurbs that's happened to DLP since Disney took majority ownership, ownership of it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they're not going to do it by halves. Yeah. They're going to do it and they're going to do it well. And especially because like, obviously DL, for most of the Disney parks, we'll, we'll exclude Florida for now because that's a whole other kettle of fish. Like for a lot of the parks, their big year is going to be 2022 because by that stage, vaccines should be in a much better position. People will be able to travel more, will potentially feel more comfortable traveling. But also 2022 is the 30th anniversary of DLP. So it was going to be a big year for them anyways. So Anyway, yeah. Go out with a bang. Not go out with a bang. Start with a bang. S- what? <laughs> go where? No. Come back. <laughs> Let me in. I got myself all tongue tied. Uh, yes, that's basically everything for DLB. So. Yeah. Uh, over moving over to stateside i'll touch on california first before we natter on about disney world for a little while so we mentioned before that there was going to be a ticketed event coming to disney's california adventure to celebrate their anniversary 
So it's opening on March 18th, day after Paddy's Day, National Hangover Day here in Ireland. Um, mm-hmm. and basically, tickets are going to be available and it's a limited capacity ticketed event, which I believe is $75. And included in the $75, you get a $25 gift card, which entitles you to use it on food and non-alcoholic beverages. So you can't use it on merchandise, can't use it on booze. You can only use it on food and non-alcoholic drinks. And basically, you can go into the park, you can have a mosey around all the different lands, you can take some pictures, you can get some food, you can do some shopping. And that's about it. Beginning March 11th, table reservations for Lamplight Lounge and Carthay Circle Lounge alfresco dining will be made available for A Touch of Disney. Table reservations do not provide admission to A Touch of Disney. A Touch of Disney ticket is required to dine at those locations on the same day as the table reservation. Yeah. So it's That's like... so complex. Like, I understand what they're getting at, but Jesus Christ. Well, it's basically like... Because <laughs> I think it, it's happened a couple of times in Florida where people have like booked reservations for some of the sit-down restaurants that are open but then aren't getting park passes and are just expecting to be let into that park that day because they have a reservation. Whereas it's like, okay, well, you need to have a reservation for the park first and foremost. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, oh, yeah. people. But um, if you go onto Disney Park blog, they have a whole plethora of the various different food which is going to be available. Some faves that I picked out were carrot cake funnel fries. They sound delicious. Um, mm. There's a fluffernutter churro, which looks rather delicious. What were some of the things that took your fancy, Kate? These look fun. Sesame, I say look, I don't think there's actually a picture of them. But sesame soy glazed salmon with soba noodles, cucumber, adamame and ginger vinaigrette. That mm. sounds delightful. Duck confit empanada with cheese and chili salsa. Oh. Ceviche, I'm not a big fan of ceviche. Hazelnut crunch Mickey Pop. Yeah. yeah. There there's some cute little um Russell and Doug cake pops available oh, from Yeah, Bing they're Bong. so cute. <laughs> oh yeah. They're adorable. Yeah, but you know they're gonna be like twelve dollars. Ooh, Kate, would you give some jalapeno bacon peanut brittle a go? Um I probably would because like listen to it <laughs> but i imagine i imagine i wouldn't like i don't like jalapenos yeah no me neither but i'd give it a go not because they're spicy <laughs> i just don't think they taste very nice i just don't like them because they can yeah. be a bit too spicy sometimes. there was something else that i had seen that looked uh oh they're doing they're doing the cozy cones like they always do oh yeah and they're doing root beer floats mm. uh, with a souvenir glass oh i want souvenir things yeah i'd just like to be able to go to a park what a what a novel idea that would be i really miss i really miss fun food yeah and by that i mean going to a restaurant and saying can i have this burger and them going yes and it just appearing in front of me i know what a novel idea <laughs> I am curious though, $75, thoughts on it? So it's 75 and then you get 25 for food. Mm-hmm. That's probably going to be two things 
maybe three things mm-hmm. depending on how far you stretch it yeah so you're paying 50 quid for the pleasure of being there mm-hmm. and then you're probably going to spend at least at least another 50 on Most top likely, of that yeah so 125 well i say all these things but if i lived in california i'd be there <laughs> literally we were chatting about th- i was chatting about this with the dads yesterday on disney parks and beyond and they asked my thoughts on it and i literally i said exactly what you said i was like i can say that i don't think this is value for money but i know if i lived there and if that was if going to this was deemed as safe within the covid restrictions and i lived near the park like there's no point in me saying that i wouldn't pay it like i would a thousand percent pay it i would go and i would eat and i would drink and take photos of everything because you know what as well here's me justifying it here we go uh if you live in california your annual pass has been cancelled for a while now Mm -hmm. and you haven't been paying for your annual pass for a while because it's been closed Mm -hmm. you have at least 75 dollars yeah if you were in a position where you could easily pay off your pass every month, you are still easily in a position to pay $75 to go and do this. Yeah. Easily. <laughs> 100%. But yeah, I'm, I'm so, glad we're on the same uh, yeah. page with this case because I was literally just like, I can tell you how much I don't think this is value for money, but I can also tell you I would 1000% pay for it. See, because you're like, I know all the rides are closed and there's not actually really anything going on. But like, to me, that sounds like $50. Like, $50 is cheaper than a trip to a therapist. Ain't that the truth. Because like, the 25 is for the food. Like, I'm just going to completely disregard the 25 because yeah. you're going to spend that on food regardless. Yeah. So it's $50. Mm-hmm. They're making you pay. Yeah. And like, $50? That's like 42 euro. Pfft grand please please that's like two takeaways that's fine (laughs) she makes good sense what can i say i'm good at justifying non-justifiable things (laughs) that's why we have a whole podcast about it tis a skill um then some super exciting news which let's see how this pans out it's uh 50th anniversary of walt disney world this year Beginning October 1st, Walt Disney World Resort will throw the world's most magical celebration uh, in honor of the 50th anniversary, bringing new experiences to the four theme parks and beyond. This milestone is such a big deal, they've uh, even coined a new word iridescence. Just gonna let that sink in for a moment. Iridescence. This is going, uh, into, the same, what s- <laughs> is going into the same vein as imagine earring. And volunteering. Volunteers. <laughs> Fucking mm. Disney. Uh, to describe what you'll see when you visit. <laughs> um, Disney teams are creating all sorts of new decorations that will shimmer and sparkle all day and into the night. As part of the celebration, Cinderella Castle and Magic Kingdom will add to its royal makeover from last year. Uh, and there's a new rendering where the castle will feature gold bunting and a 50th anniversary crest as part of its festive new look. Do you know that meme? That's how it started and how it's going. Mm-hmm. There, someone made that with the how it started is Cinderella's castle as the birthday cake for its 25th. Oh Jesus! And yeah. the how it is now with this new rendering. Nice. <laughs> 
And I'm like, yeah, it actually looks pretty pretty. I have to say now it that does. rendering. It looks beautiful. Um, what else is doing? The castle will add even more magic and night joined by icons at each of the other three theme parks as they transform into beacons of magic. That's capitalized. So that's something they're like terming. Uh, you can, there's a video, there's going to be pixie dust on Cinderella Castle, magical fireflies inhabiting the Tree of Life at Animal Kingdom, and special new touches coming to life on the Hollywood Terror Hotel at Disney's Hollywood Studios. I like and that they're Epcot- just like, oh, sorry, go on. Fuck the Chinese theater. Like, oh, we're, yeah. we're, no, no. we're going for Terror of Terror. It's like, <laughs> ah, yeah, screw the big massive thing with a big massive area where people could stand. Let's put everybody on Sunset Boulevard that's really freaking narrow. <laughs> Because they know they can do projections. They don't. They don't care about COVID, Sinead. They care they can about put what projections looks good. on the Chinese theater. They used to do that for the Star Wars thing. No, <laughs> it's not what Disney wants to hear, Sinead. Be quiet. <laughs> um, and at Epcot, new lights will shine across the reflective panels of Spaceship Earth, connecting to one another and resembling stars in a nighttime sky. Wow. Permanent new lighting will continue beyond beyond the world's most magical celebration mm. as a defining feature of the park. Okay, so you've just you slimy motherfuckers, you've just picked something that you were putting into the Epcot revamp anyway, and you're like, this is part of our magical celebration. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's something you were doing anyway. It's Disney. <laughs> Fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> um, and also Mickey and Minnie have these cool new outfits. Which I am really excited for someone to make themselves. Have you seen? Do you remember their um their birthday outfits with all like the pom poms? Yeah, much nicer. Someone made yeah. Someone made a cute dress that looked exactly like that and wore it and met Minnie and I was like, this is so cute. Uh, I do like it mostly because it's like that like outrageous sort of like Disney fied thing, but they're not that good looking. No. I have to say, like, I don't think... No, I'm not a fashion-y kind of person by any means. However, I hate the shoes. The shoes don't match the rest of the outfits in any way. I understand that gold is, like, a thing to do with, like, 50th anniversaries of things. I get that. But it's more like a brassy gold. It's not like a gold gold. Mm. And I just... I'm not keen. It's, It's giving me major Magic Happens vibes, though. Yes, I think their biggest problem is running out of words that they can shove the word ear into. <laughs> and so that's what's limiting them to what they can do. Yeah. Like they didn't need, like you already have the 50th anniversary and the world's most magical celebration. You didn't also then have to be like, everything's going to be iridescent. Like you didn't, that's too many things. You don't need all just... of them. Let's just hope they're not <laughs> terrifically irresponsible. Oh, there's geez, there's tons of comments on this one. Oh, like is there? tons. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping someone would be complaining, but I suppose they don't really let people complain on the official yeah. Disney Park blog, do they? They have. We will celebrate at Wilt. Oh, sorry, we will celebrate with Walt Disney World twice 
first for your 50th anniversary, then for our 50th wedding anniversary about a month later. We were fortunate enough to celebrate the 50th and the 60th at the one and only Disneyland on the 25th at Walt Disney World. So we know your upcoming celebration will be spectacular and can't wait. Our undeniable gratitude to Walt Disney for his creation of this wonderful living, breathing, sculpting work of art. And thanks to his successors for only improving on what he left behind. Carry on and continue to dream for us all. All right, Paul, calm down. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Um, they have said that in true in true Disney fashion, the 50th anniversary is going on for 18 months. But that's that's no that's no that's not new surprising. Thing. They always do that. And to be honest, I don't blame them. Oh no, especially because not I don't mind it as well. Like I don't mind going to Disneyland Paris for its extended. Oh no birthday that's it's fine. fine by me i don't care as long as you're still having your special things i'm like yeah sure whatever fuck it that's good at me uh so yeah that's the 50th Woo-hoo. i'm continuing on with disney world and actually this reminds me so character breakfast has come back to hollywood studios in hollywood and vine so it's a disney junior character breakfast where you can meet with Doc McStuffins, Vampirina. Who else did you say was there? Goofy? Oh no, I've lost it. Yeah. Uh, Vampirina, Vampirina, Doc McStuffins, Sophia the First, and Roadster Goofy. There you go. So you can, it's now no longer a buffet, obviously, but the breakfast options that you can get are all you care to enjoy pancakes with their signature house-made batter, French toast. I would care to enjoy many. Yeah. French toast stuffed with chocolate hazelnut spread. <coughs> Nutella. Um, toasted open faced salmon bagel. Four egg scramble. Four egg cheese omelette. All right, Gaston, calm down. And then you can get a plant based egg frittata. So they're your options. What's the point of it being a plant based egg frittata if they're going to put egg in it? See, I feel like they should have had quotations with egg. Like, I think it's a plant based egg. Oh, I thought it's like plant based, and then they also put egg in it. No, I think it. I think like, they should have had egg. They should have had that air looks quotes. Like, because it's like we're air trying quotes. to be vegan, but we forgot that eggs aren't vegan. Yeah. <laughs> what I will say, and it's something that I actually forgot to to pull up, but I think Mr. D mentioned it yesterday. So they've updated their mask policy for dining, right? So oh, now. Okay. If you sit at your table, unless you are actively eating and drinking, you have to be wearing your mask. So as you are waiting to order, as you are waiting for your food, you like between courses, you are meant to have your masks on now. That seems perfectly acceptable to me. Uh, yeah, which was what I thought. Um, however, Ryan came up <laughs> with I a wrong? very valid point <laughs> of the fact that chances are they're doing this so they can increase capacity. So they're just going to whack a whole load more tables in there. And this is their way of justifying it. So again, that's well, irresponsible. Fucking Disney. Um, yeah, but they've also, yeah. yeah, to be fair, they have also stopped. They took away. What did I see? I should really, I should really screenshot these things. Um, they've taken away... Oh, it was Test Track. Mm. Test Track is now being fully seated all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
You know, it's going so fast, COVID can't catch it. <laughs> but I hate when they put things like that on Instagram, all the comments are like, please put this on all rides. Take away dividers. Dividers are ruining the ride. I'm like, fuck you. I know. <laughs> people, people are just being silly. Just being silly. But yeah, and then there's also a list of some new food which is available within the parks there's shed loads of rye in the last dragon stuff there's a baby tuk tuk moose there's a baby tuk tuk ice cream sundae and then there is a mighty mist soft serve i think the soft serve is the thing that i would be most likely to try which is strawberry and vanilla soft serve looks real nice like a weird backwards unicorn it looks very tasty um hollywood uh hollywood studios have a christmas peppermint shake with I drink it. Two little Christmassy bunt cakes, which I was looking at that and I was like, yeah, KP will be on board with this. Um, I just love peppermint milkshakes. Yeah. They're so good. In Magic Kingdom, there is a hazelnut bundino, which looks delicious. It's a mm. creamy chocolate hazelnut custard with chocolate <sighs> torta topped with caramel, toasted meringue, and pralines. Heck yeah. Yes, it is. On board, there are pot stickers, fried pork and vegetable pot stickers. Oh, I love pot stickers. There's some various different sangrias, which are available at the Three Bridges Bar and Grill. Um, there are also some ham and cheese bocadillo and some chicken wings. Then at Disney Springs, in the new Everglades Donuts and Cold Brew place, they have some crazy looking hot dogs. So there's a Mardi Gras one and then there's a King Dog, which is an all beef hot dog with French toast, batter, dipped and cereal crusted hot dog bun, spicy peanut butter spread, banana honey mustard, chipotle berry preserve and a bit and billionaire's bacon. Which sounds insane. Oh, because it's like, oh, that's why it's called the King Dog, because it's the same type of... uh, Sandwich that Elvis Presley used to eat. Oh, is it? Yeah, Elvis Presley used to eat the... Like, uh... Oh, fuck, what movie is that in? Perks of Being a Wallflower? No. The one... It's No, it's not that movie. It's the one with um Daniel Radcliffe in it that's set in Ireland and also set in Canada. Oh, my God. Not a clue. It's also got Adam Driver in it. Not a clue. Anyway, there's this thing in it, and it's like um, Elvis's sandwich thing, and that's what it is. It's all those. It's peanut butter and peanut butter jelly bacon thing. Nice. Elvis. Nope, she's googling. Presley sandwich. Um, now I'm. Oh. I will. I will say. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh she's found uh-huh. it. Yeah, peanut butter, banana, peanut butter, banana, bacon sandwich. That's oh, there it. There you go. I uh, I scroll down That's to the comments King Dog. on uh, this particular blog post on Disney Parks blog, and there's only three comments. However, two of them are from the same woman. This this poor woman called Sherry, who's just very keen for the Crystal Palace character breakfast to come back. She please, she is please please please. She's... I'm tired of quick service breakfast, and resort hopping is not easy with the transportation limits. Yeah. All right, Sherry. She's she pissed. Maybe go home and make yourself a fucking salad. Yeah. Anyways. How many how often are you eating breakfast at Disney? Eat breakfast in your own house. <laughs> Truth. 
truth. <laughs> that's all. That's all for food. Uh, yeah. One last bit of parkish news. Jerody has been park adjacent. He's slid into a new job. He Remember has. when we were talking about what's he going to do now that he's being forced out with retirement? Uh, funnily enough, he got a new job. Uh, <laughs> uh, former Disney Imagineer Joe Rohde announced his retirement back in November of 2020 and it has been less than two months since he actually retired. We all wondered what he would do going forward and today we found out. With astronauts arriving at Spaceport America in the near future and in preparation of this first time endeavour of space tourism, Virgin Galactic has brought in Rohde as a strategic advisor to help design and guide the overall experience journey for future astronauts, friends and family and inspired fans alike. Joe will become Virgin Galactic's first experience architect, bringing more than 40 years experience from Walt Disney Imagineering, where he led projects that transformed the image of Disney's iconic experiences and attractions. Uh, Rhodey is true, is truly a transcendent creator whose design work leverages careful, detailed composition to create authentic and remarkable experiences. The work he is starting will sim- stimulate curiosity, guide the imagination, and anchor the Virgin Galactic customer experience with purple... S- oh, no purposefulness there you go. and meaning i saw that and went fuck <laughs> yeah i mean what there else do is. you do when you've created the most immersive park in, in disney you, you go to space and then you do it in space yeah that's exactly what you do. i just think that's that's mad isn't it like he does not need the money it's it's so joe roadie though to just be like ah fuck it, i'll go to space see you later dudes yeah. <laughs> And then, not necessarily quite um, news, maybe news. Uh, I had a quick gandery goo onto the Shop Disney website, and there are some new new emos. You can get a Kermit and a Miss Piggy. Yeah, they um they really restocked it, and there's actually loads of options there's now. Loads of new My... outfits. Oh, also, uh, Shop Disney have started an all-year-round Christmas shop. They have. They have, they have. Which and it's I loads like of Disney that. World's decorations. Like that is dangerous. Or at least that's what it <laughs> says. Also, is it bad that I'm really tempted to get... Um, they brought out their cat and dog range and naturally most things sold out. But they still have the cat collar. I'm real tempted. She would not wear a collar. No, she wouldn't. But I'm still really tempted. It would be so freaking um, cute. My biggest annoyance on Shop Disney at the moment is that I can buy a spirit jersey for a new emo, but I can't buy a spirit jersey for me. Do you know what the other real problematic thing about Shop Disney is at the minute? So Among many things. What? <laughs> but I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily affect us. But if you are somebody that lives in Northern Ireland, you cannot order from Shop Disney UK. Oh, yeah. And you cannot order from Shop Disney EU. You just can't order from Disney because they won't send it to you either way which is no. complete and utter bullshit disney it's it's so blatant that disney hadn't a fucking clue what to do with brexit yep and they weren't prepared at all because i just think it's mad that if you live in northern ireland you can't buy it from anywhere and they're they're li- and people keep leaving comments on all of the Instagrams and everything, and they just keep replying with "We're working on it. Thank you for your patience." And I'm like, "You dumbasses! It's not like you've known about Brexit for literally like three years." Yeah. <laughs> it's just... so yeah. I have to say the outfits are pretty cute. 
I just don't think I'm into Builder Bear vibes anymore. No, no, me neither. I'm not. I'm not dead keen. Um, I have had it a gandery goo onto Shop Disney US, and they've loads of new like home things, and they have a Mickey Waffle pot holder, which is very cute. I hate the segregation with Disney's merchandise. And I then think it's rude. They have a haunted mansion oven mitt that says "room for one more," but it's like sitting on top of like a cookie tray. It's cute. Uh huh. Big uh-huh. fan. Big fan. <laughs> That's about as, no- as much news as we can drag out. Yeah, we, I think we did pretty well, to be honest. With you. <laughs> but like, this is this—we're about to end pretty quickly now. So, <laughs> so um, speaking of dragging things out, so as we mentioned, <laughs> we did our imagination vacation trip. Which actually, thank you to everybody that gave us feedback because people seem to really yeah. enjoy this. Look, we actually got a good few messages of people being yeah. like, that was so much fun. Thanks. I'm like, you're welcome. Yeah, so thanks for coming back. So what we've decided to do was, um, our friend Sam, I'm not going to try to say it or use name, but it'll be linked in the show notes. You know the one, Sam. Um, she's just Christmas cracker with Kate, Sam. Uh, Sam listens to a podcast called Off Menu and suggested that we did something similar. So basically we took that idea and did something completely different and then we're going to do a theme park trader on it and do it for every park. So we're making up menus. We're making up our dream meals for each of the Disney parks. And I'm very excited about it. Uh, yeah, we'll see how this goes, considering yeah. I've only eaten in one. <laughs> well, see, my whole thing was like most of mine are things that I've eaten. But because we started with DLP, obviously. Um, but when we get to the other ones, I'm kind of just like, whatever tickles you fancy from any of them. Yeah, okay. That's fair. That's fair. That's so the way... I think I think you should go first. Yeah, I was going to say, the way I've done it, I'll, I'll, I'll explain to you the way I've done it. So if there's any gaps in yours, okay, you great, can quickly cool. fill them. So <laughs> I have picked a starter. I've picked a main. I've picked a yeah. couple sides. Um, I've picked a dessert. Um, uh-huh. although my dessert ended up being kind of like, you know, when you get like a little like trio of desserts, that's kind of the route that uh-huh. mine went down. Um, I've picked okay. a cocktail or uh-huh. other drinks that you want. Um, I picked a venue. Oh, oh. And oh, I picked a time. Oh, right. Oh, that's good too. Yeah. I can't, I'm kind of feeling like, you know, that bit in Hamilton with Thomas Jefferson's like. <laughs> I arranged the menu, the venue, the seating. Not me. <laughs> so okay, well, I don't need to write down my venue and time. I know now that you've said that, I know exactly where I want to be. So okay, cool. Right, so we're doing DLP. I say we're doing DLP. I have also included an element of studios as well because I figured we weren't going to do a whole separate menu for studios because no, it's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the other parks, we can do the individuals, but oh, studios. Not for not for DLP. No bueno. So. I'll start with my with my venue and my time because then it'll kind of set the scene. So the venue that I've gone for is Waltz, an American restaurant on Main I Street. I knew! I knew you were going to pick Waltz when you said it. I just, I love Waltz. I, I'm not even particularly fussy about what room I'm in, but obviously I want a seat out looking over Main Street and I want mm-hmm. it to be a parade time. Mm-hmm. I, I would quite happily mm-hmm. take stars on parade or vive la vie i'm not fussy as to which but either of those parades would 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 do me well 
Um, so that'll give you an idea oh, of the time. Parades. Do you remember parades? Okay, yeah, huh? So that'll give you an idea yeah. of the time. It's fun. either the evening parade or it's the afternoon parade. I'm not particularly fussy, but either of them. So for my starter, I've gone for a bit of a bizarre starter. But okay. the second I say it, I can pretty much guarantee what Kate's reaction is going to be. So my starter, my starter is from Fuente del Oro. And it is the loaded oh, fries. No. Oh, <laughs> Is your starter also the loaded fries? <laughs> R.I.P. The loaded fries. Because they don't seem to do them anymore. My God. And the print note. And do you know what? The people who work there don't even know what they are. I know. Although I have to say... I made the loaded fries last week for dinner because I had like my nice. like veggie Mexican chili and I was like, do you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm. It was after I had done this, I was like, I'm going to fucking make them myself. And I did. And it was glorious. So. But sometimes just like chili, like, uh, I know you're, I know you take the vegetarian ones, but like sometimes chili cheese fries just really hits the spot. Like yeah, it's just, it's just, so chef's kiss. If you've never had the loaded fries from DLP, unfortunately you can't get them anymore, but they were basically just like, the fries from Fuente del Oro, which are like different which are anyways. special enough. Yeah. They're different anyways. They're like flat <sighs> and they're kind of crinkly and they just have some nice seasoning on it. And then it's uh, just... The, and they must fry... The, sorry. They must fry them differently. Yeah. Because they have a different crisp to them. They do. They do. They're very nice. Um, and then it's got kind of like a, a Mexican-y vegetable chili type thing that goes on top. And then you get a cheddar cheese sauce on top. And then they usually give you little sachets of sour cream and guacamole. Fuck Yeah. And they're just, it's such a good, it's such a good, like, lunch. That and some churros, and it was just the best. So that's my starter. So I, I've gone for a lunch for my starter, but that's fine. So my main is something that I've never actually had before, but it was the most, of all of the mains that I could find from places, it was the thing that genuinely sounded like something I would really want to eat. So it's from... Is it Legumes. No, it is, it, it is not legumes, <laughs> thankfully. It's from Auberge de Cedrillon. And it is their fresh pasta with wild mushrooms, a cream sauce and veg. Legumes. legumes. I was partially right. Yeah. <laughs> I love mushrooms. I love pasta. It sounded like, I mean, DLP is notoriously shite for vegetarian food. So this sounded nice. Um, And then I picked two sides. Both are potato related, which... Uh, I feel no immense shame for. So one of which are fries again, but these are the fries from the Lucky Nugget. Those little like triangular fries, you know, the good the scoopy fries, the scoopy ones. Oh, I know exactly what you're The good scoopy I fries. Do, I do and again, mm. they also have a nice crisp mm-hmm. to them. They've lots of edges. Big fan. And then the other thing is from Bistro Chez Remy. Now this isn't technically a side because you get it with one of the mains. Like you can't just order this separate. But I've had it, and it's the brie potato gratin that you get from Bistro just, Chez Remy. I really want that. Holy Jesus! Like it is beautiful. It comes with one of the steaks. Um, and when I went to Bistro Chez Remy, I had a pasta thing that I wasn't dead keen on, so I ended up swapping my main for the person I was with side, and I just ate the brie potato gratin, and ho oh, oh, it was delicious. Big big fan. I just think potato and cheese. Just a match made in heaven. Any form of potato and cheese. Always works. Yes. Always works. (laughs) Always works. From like cheesy fries, brie potato gratin, to just cheese and onion crisps. Right? Yeah. Big fan. Yeah. Big fan. Then for, I'll I'll do my cocktail next. So my cocktail, I've gone for a glottini and I've written in all caps, several. 
The red or the blue? Honestly, both. Okay, fair. I'll like swoop, swoop around. I'm not, I'm not particularly fussy when it comes to my glotinias. I'll happily have either. That's fair. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Um, and then my dessert. I, I, I have done a, a trio of desserts because I have no chill. So, obviously I've mentioned one of the parades could be Vive la Vie. So, obviously I'm here at Halloween time. So, I mean, it would take a goddamn fool or somebody that's never listened to the podcast before to not assume that I'm going to have the Cafe Hyperion salt caramel pumpkin. Because... Duh! Because that thing is bomb! It's just... <laughs> chocolatey oh. it's salty it's caramelly it's a mousse it's the cutest goddamn thing you've ever seen so i want one of them i've also put the villains donut bites do you remember them i knew yeah they were good too i was thinking about putting those down oh, but i refrained they were so good and then i've mm. put uh one of the little phantom manor cakes that could be the like third little thing oh after three hours of letting it defrost yeah you would hope <laughs> you would hope it being in a restaurant that it might not break your teeth but maybe I'll just eat the other two desserts and by that stage it might be like slightly tepid might just crack That's a tooth fair. not break That's a tooth fair. god I just, I just thought it was wild <laughs> yeah so that's 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 my meal and I, I'm terrifically excited about it and I'm now starving fantastic yeah I'm like man like I've already had dinner like we had pizza like we had pizza like homemade pizza which is a lot now I'm like hmm pasta and now I'm like oh do I want to go make potatoes right what's yours <laughs> Sorry, you froze there. Oh. No, you're back. It's fine. I'm back. <laughs> I was like, I might as well just wait. Otherwise, this is going to be all out. Uh, so, for mine, now that we've said venue and time. Yes. I would like to go to California Grill Ooh. at fireworks time. Beautiful. And I would like to sit at the window Perfect. and watch the fireworks. Because I don't know how many times I've said that they're not, they're not really my vibe, the fireworks. But I do think they'd be good fun to watch sitting down eating food. Oh, yeah. And having drinks. In a warm venue. Yeah. Then I'd be like, wow, this is great. <laughs> so for my starter, I also went with a load of fries because... A load of fries are better. And also, a lot of the starters in Disneyland Paris are shit. Yeah. It's like, here, have this watery soup. Um, or foie gras. And I just... Yeah, and I'm just like, I, there's not many good starters. They're very, a lot of them are very French, mm. which I understand because we're in DLP, but sometimes... I understand DLP and like it's associated association with it wanting to be very French, but sometimes I think it's too French. Yeah. I'm like, but you're still Disney, which is an American company. Yeah. <laughs> Tone it down just a little sometimes. So we go real American and we go for loaded fries. Yeah. So my starter was loaded fries. Then for my main, it sounds stupid, but uh, when they're fresh, they're actually really nice. Do you know the special? menu burgers that you get in cafe hyperion oh, so yeah. usually when we're there it's the bb8 burger mm-hmm. it's like an orange bun when they're fresh they're actually really nice yeah. <laughs> because there's like fresh lettuce they put this like burger sauce on them and they come with like the cafe hyperion fries again potatoes <laughs> and they're just really nice and it's like mcdonald's but just a higher quality agreed and it is quite a good value meal for what you get because you it's such a big meal you can share it with at least two people yeah do you know what i mean so i've gone with i've literally said stupid bb8 burger because i know how stupid it is as like a novelty item but they're actually quite nice fair then for my side i picked mozzarella sticks because Beautiful. again when they're fresh they're good 
See, the key, I think the biggest key thing with DLP food is that it needs to be immediately fresh. Mm. And then after those initial five minutes, it's shit. <laughs> yeah. No, no, definitely. <laughs> I'm like, but if you get it in its peak, it's actually good food. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, so I've got mozzarella sticks. And then I've also put down, which I imagine is similar to the potato thing that you had in Chez Remy, yeah. which is the potato dauphinois thing that they have during the festival, the food festival thing. Okay. Um, cause that was bomb and I needed a bigger portion of it. Then for my drink, I also had glotini, but I also, also had that cider that we had <gasps> at that festival. Cause I was like, man, that was good cider. That was a really good <laughs> cider. It was so crisp. Yeah. Um, and then for my dessert, I have basically gone for what you picked with the other version of it, oh. which is like the Mickey Mouse version, which is extremely similar, but I'm pretty sure it has like some kind of berry jam in the middle of it as well. Okay. And that's what we had in California Grill that one time when I got that res- <laughs> dessert, I got that that dessert and immediately just texted you and was like, this is the moose just with other things. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking gas. <laughs> I was like, we should be able to get this all the time. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, yeah, so that's mine. Which I think is I she's that cider. That cider was so good. Oh, so refreshing. That with the little goat cheese crepe. Oh, they were oh, so nice. Yeah. I was gonna put crepe down here, but I was like, that's probably a bit too stereotypical. Um, so yeah, that's that. I imagine this will be more fun when we go to the parks we've never been to. Or eat that. Oh, that have like way bigger menus. Here's a question. What park? I assume we're doing Disney World next. Which park do you want to do first? Magic Kingdom. Okay. We can do Magic Kingdom. Let's ease into it. Okay. Like, I feel like Epcot's going to be the biggest one. (laughs) Well, I I know. I was like. There's so many options at so many different times. (laughs) I was having a gander at. What was it? I was it was Le Cellier I was looking at, and they I can already tell you. I'll spoiler alert. One of my sides is gonna be maple whiskey Brussels sprouts. Oh, I like Brussels sprouts when they're cooked nicely. And that sounds like they would be bloody beautiful. Mm, whiskey makes everything better. <laughs> Ain't that the truth, Kate? <laughs> <laughs> Made 2020, 2020 far more bearable. Um. So yeah, that's my uh, it's my little imagination imagination gestation no that's not right (laughs) that is not the correct word for what i wanted it's gestation like pregnancies yeah i think so yeah i meant like do you know when food breaks down digestion i don't know that's I think that that's what I meant. Oh, we'll we'll come up with some form of a name for it. Sorry, I apologize for saying that out loud. Okay. <laughs> I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. But uh, please let us know your dream, your dream menu. Or if like us, there's a food that you've had that they no longer do, and you'd like them to bring back. I need a load of fries. Yeah. Also, let us please, know. Please, please share. Also, let us know. Yeah, but yeah, that I think that's everything. We're we're going to do Magic Kingdom next. I'm very excited about Magic Kingdom. And also, if you have any uh, things you think we should look at at Magic Kingdom, 
these now sense. Oh yeah, what's uh, your like go-to food places at Magic Kingdom? Tell us. Please, please holla, holla. Uh, but otherwise, that's pretty much everything for this week, guys. If you would like to let us know your suggestions or say that our suggestions were bad please hit us up on instagram at mickey waffles pod <laughs> or on instagram at mickey waffle pod the exact same handle sans the s yeah and if you're listening on apple podcast please do give us a rating or review helps us out a lot and tell your friends about us that'd be lovely make them hungry as well i also have another podcast oh you that do we um we uh talk about christmas movies and for march we're doing saint patrick's day month so we're doing all Irish movies, which has been very difficult to find five Irish Christmas movies. So please come along and watch us struggle to find enough movies are to there, put a whole month with. Are there that? Like, <laughs> is Irish Christmas movies a thing? Uh, we found four. You should just do Darby <laughs> O'Gill for one of them. No, it's not Christmas. Uh, but it's very... Paddy's Day, is not... Paddy's Day is on a Wednesday. You could release your... You could release no, Darby O'Gill on a Wednesday. <laughs> no, that's cheating. We've said we'll only do Christmas ones. Because Sam's mom wants us to just do rom-coms. And we're like, no, we can't just do rom-coms. <laughs> oh, dear. I mean, to be fair, that is, that is the general market for Christmas for movies. Christmas movies. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, please haul over Christmas Cracker Pod. We're, we're there and we're square. Other than that, we'll see you next week. Have a good, have a nice time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> this podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.